Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And this week, an extra special guest from Collier's, David Burley, the Auckland Director of Investment Sales. So we're right on Auckland Harbour. It's a beautiful view here. David, the main thing Mike and I live here with is just going, we just need to be better. We yeah. need to work to get to you a do. point yeah. that we're a big cheese like you right, and got a view like this. Yeah, look, I'm considering this a little bit of an interview as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, just you know, look. Do do what you do. I'll, I'll make um I'll make some notes and uh, yeah. yeah we'll we'll talk we'll, we'll, we'll talk later. later. We'll yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just a little yeah. tip: don't try and negotiate Ravi into that sale. <laughs> yeah. Way too expensive. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, he looks expensive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ravi's invested into some new suits. I think you got a new suit as well, didn't you? We're getting off track. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So today's topic. Um. So David, you're all things commercial property. Is that right? Well, Collie is is all things uh, commercial property. Yep. Um, my role specifically, I'm the director of investment sales here in Auckland. So, yeah, as the name suggests, uh, I'm in sales. Uh, you know, Collie is itself, however, is an all service mm. agency. So leasing and uh, corporate solutions, real estate management. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think today we're here to talk about the the fun stuff, the good stuff, the yeah. The big cheese stuff. Yeah. And the reason I'm very excited to do this is commercial property is, if I was to do a scale from uh, complete noob to um, expert on mm. commercial property, I wouldn't put my, I'd be, you know, somewhere between complete noob and noob um, in terms of my, my knowledge. <laughs> not nude, right? <laughs> not yeah, nude, right? Uh, Sorry. <laughs> that's the late night checks and balances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> check out checks and balances on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, and I think that's very fair with Kiwis in general. Yeah. Most get residential property, right? Yeah. Like you can touch it, you can feel it, you chuck some tenants in. As a starting point, yeah. why do you think commercial property is an area that a lot of Kiwis stay away from or even just don't know that much about? Well, look, I think, you know, we're from day dot, we're sold the idea of the the quarter acre block. Yeah. Um, you know, re- owning your own home is, you know, the goal. Uh, and feeding on from that, once you get your first home, then you say, well, that was relatively easy, mm. you know, all things considered. I understand that, and uh, now I've built a bit of equity. I'm going to use that, and, well, I might as well go again in, in yep. another residential home, mm. uh, whether it's um, in an apartment or in a location that you know, et cetera. So it's probably a thing that's it's, it's easy. Yeah, um, it's, it's familiar. It's, it's familiar. It's mm. it's safe mm. uh, to you know in, in the sense that it's it's safe and w- within your knowledge mm. base. But uh, you know, reality is there's a lot to like about investing in commercial property. It's just uh, sort of taking that leap yeah. and um, and moving into the, the, that area. Even the term commercial property, yeah. I feel like, can be a little bit misunderstood. Like, what is a commercial property? Yeah, look, I mean. Commercial property has, uh, I, I guess, can fall into various classes, you know, but fundamentally, I think you have retail investment, com- uh, office investment, yeah. industrial, yeah. and you know, we we in our slip, uh, I guess, residential development sites, yeah. you mm. know, within that, it's all, you know, we're obviously all in the in the idea of you know re- returns, but it's. Anything that you wouldn't consider, you know, uh, having a, a residential tenant, you're, li- in, you're, not, you're, living you're not living in it, or you don't have, you know, a, a family with a with a year long residential tenancy yeah. mm. agreement, could probably realistically fit into commercial property. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah, sure, commercial property does feel a little bit 
scary because you know like, well i'm not commercial mm. i'm just uh you know i'm just joe blow from down the road yeah you know, it's not my day job so um it can you know for, for that reason it can sort of feel a little bit scary but it's it's not it's yep. Uh, in fact, it's it's very easy, and you know I'm a I'm a commercial property nerd. I love it, and yeah. and uh, you know there's there's a lot to like about it. Yeah. yeah, and we often get customers come to us and sort of say, um, you know, maybe they've got their owner occupied property, a couple of uh, residential investments, and they go, Mike, I want to go commercial. Yeah. And I go, great. What do you know about they com- about commercial? And they say, I found the perfect commercial property. Yeah. It is, uh, you know. It was a it, uh, there was a vet in there. They just left. It used to be a gas station. It's just outside of Otrahonga. It's yeah. really cheap. It'll be great. And I'm like, you don't know much yeah. about commercial property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you ask them where Otrahonga is, and yeah. they can't point to yeah. it on a map. And yeah, you yeah. just found me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike and I actually the first commercial property Mike and I are going to buy together. Once we clock the finance game, yes. we think there's an opportunity in the doggy daycare market. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and the main site we're going to go for. Is you know the putt putt on Tamaki Drive? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine we take like that it. over. Mm. You drop your dog off in the morning. Nobody's got kids anymore. They've only yeah. got dogs. We're charging them a very um, high daily yeah, rate. Margin. That's yeah. that's where we're going from. So anyway, we're gonna need some money. For that well, look, <laughs> I mean that's a really interesting point, James, because the the, the reality is having a good tenant mm. is critical to your you know commercial property investment success. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's 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 the building block. With residential tenancies, you have um, you know a couple, family, whatever, but you've got effectively you're only as good as a year long yeah. um, tenancy. Whereas if you've got a commercial property, you can secure your long term income yeah. by signing up not only a, a good long tenancy but a tenancy that is uh, good for the area, popular, you know, has got a good yeah. um, you know uh, customer base. That's a fundamental pillar mm-hmm. of your of your of your investment uh, criteria when you're looking at commercial property. So you know, it, you you joke about it being you know a, 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 your idea or your pipe dream, but the location's good yeah, for it. Yeah. The demand's there. Mm. People are emotional about their 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 their, uh, their pets. Yeah. And so the reality is, it actually be a, a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. It's so you know that's. Uh, and that tenant piece is a really important point. We were looking at some development funding in Christchurch, and it was sort of a brand new development area. Mm. I believe it was maybe Countdown or Pack and Save. We're going to put right in the middle, you know, one of their um, one of their supermarkets, and all of a sudden, the deal completely changes for the rest of the finance. Absolutely, like it's a flagship tenant. Yeah, they will they will make sure that all of the other businesses around them do mm. really well in that block. Yeah, uh, whether it's cafes or retail or whatever. Yeah, uh, and then beyond that, that means the development financing for the residential piece just becomes so much easier because the risk just comes off, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and back to your point, Mike, around you know someone wanting to invest in a in a vacant building in Otrahonga mm. versus you know like any real estate location is is fundamental, and so if you're you identify an area that has you know, has a need for a service, whether it's a whether it's groceries or whether it's um, pet care or mm. whether it's um, you know, destination retail because it doesn't have everything in there, and you're driving demand to those that tenancy group. If you own the property and the building that those tenants are in, then Fundamentally, that's actually a very sound yeah. investment. Mm. Uh, so, you know, possibly not the. I don't want to bag Otrong here. <laughs> I'm mindful that uh, you know Otrong is a great place, yeah. but 
to shout out to all the listeners about Tronga. <laughs> um, huge, <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge space, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, location is critical, yeah. And 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 you know that that uh, tenancy profile. Yeah. Mm. So we've talked about location being critical, tenancy profile, the tenants being critical yeah. as well. If someone was thinking, actually, you know what, I want to take a punt on some commercial property. Yeah. What sort of the decision tree, or what <clears> should they be looking for uh, as they shift into that yeah. asset class? Yeah, it's a really good question, Mike. Um, well, f- well, I think first of all, if you're if you're starting out, yeah, uh, seek advice. Yeah, you know, th- this this isn't rocket science. Uh, however, there are a lot of people out there who have done it for a long time. Mm. S- for some people, it's their business, and for some people, it's their you know their main source of income, even yeah. if it's not their 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 day job. Um, so you know. It might be it might be your mate, it might be your, your parents, it might be your parents' mate. Probably be colliers; they'll be able yep. to help. Shameless plug. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's I think the number one thing. Yeah. Um, secondly, you know, do your research and do your homework on what it is that you're investing in. Mm. So, you know, the asset class is it? Um, you know, is it popular? Is it? Um, you know, has has it been successful in other yeah. other areas? Mm. Um, if typically you, I would say first out, you're not investing in a development site, yeah. or, you know, a location where you're going to develop a commercial mm. uh, property. So, you know, what are the leases like? How you know how long have they got to go? Mm. Are there are there rights of renewal? Get a speak to a valuer to get a feel for hey how how much is this business paying compared yeah. to what businesses um, in other areas are paying on a per square meter rate? Mm. Uh, then, then there's the, when you look to the improvements, what is it that the um, that this asset is I'm actually investing in? Is it a is it a two, three multi-level office building? Yeah. Well, okay, in that case, you immediately start thinking about the, the structural integrity of the buildings. Mm. Um, there's now legislation around uh, asbestos, mm-hmm. asbestos earth, yeah, so yep. yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's a lot to there's a lot to think about, but equally, um, navigating those those um, I guess check boxes is easy if you know the right people to talk to. Yeah. And so we actually have you know some of the most successful investors that we work with run through a bit of a, an investment matrix. Yeah. Um, and so they and they and they you know put scores against their the the some of the key aspects that we're talking about and you know tally it up and say does it fundamentally pass the sniff test? Yeah. And if so, okay I'll move to the next step and start talking to the bank and start talking to a few more people and uh, start talking price and, yeah. and those sorts of things. So you know happy happy to uh, to to answer any questions you might get following on from mm. this as to some of the key uh fundamentals but you know it's 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 ticking those boxes and if you if you can do that then uh you, you really do have to be careful with the, the building side of things because yeah. that can be a bit of a black hole of, of money and yeah. you know we've got you know we've we've had customers and, and clients who go into this thing thinking it's going to be um a cakewalk because they've got you know they've got a, a tenant mm. yeah. saying that they're keen and then six months down the track they get told from head office that Oh hey, by the way, we need a, a seismic strengthening of hundred yeah. percent. Um, otherwise, we won't go near it. Yeah. Um, also, we've also been told that you know asbestos is a is a big one for us, and you know you're looking at your your management plan. It's yeah. telling us this. So all these things can 
start to blow out yeah. your budget. Um, so just be really mindful of all those, you know, important factors going into it. It makes me think of I spent a couple of years down in Wellington, never saw the sun. That's why I came back yeah. to Auckland. <laughs> exactly. Um, Can't be there on the good day. Yeah. Yeah. That, so oh, like... I tell you what, <laughs> I went and watched Australia versus New Zealand in the cricket. Mm. Five days of 25 degree heat yeah, before I decided to move there, never saw it again. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it does that. It'll lure yeah, you in. Yeah. yeah. The time I spent um down there yeah. was when it was around all of the um I guess the earthquake yeah. um for you know looking at the buildings and um the strength of them. Yeah. And the amount of places that closed up shop, yeah. the amount of buildings that were closed for a really long period of time, yeah. the financial consequences to I mean, you know, if they're like your your big player or whatever, then that's fine. Yeah. But if you your average Joe, yeah. um, I mean that could be financially can, crippling, right? Yeah, it can be. And you know, uh, within the within the New Zealand, certain areas and regions are more susceptible to yeah. this than others. Mm. You know, Christchurch and Wellington being two very obvious ones. However, the 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 standard that all buildings are judged against is a national one. Yeah, uh, and so what that means is a lot of the time, in particular, if your tenants are, um, are large New Zealand businesses, mm. organisations, or multinational, they just have. A blanket rule that a rating has to be yeah. above sixty-seven percent yeah. or A. Or, however, you know you, you're you're in Auckland, and and the reality is it's not like we um, are particularly shaky. Yeah. Um, that said, you're still holding hold held against that. Yeah, that, um, that, yeah. that. And so, and you 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 do have a period of time that you um, are required. To, um, to fix it, to remediate a building. And you're only required to remediate your building if it's earthquake prone. Yeah. Um, so that's a D or F, uh, E or F. Makes it sound like a low benchmark. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Giving you a D for your job, Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but I don't need, D's, I don't need so to do fine. anything. Yeah. Yeah. D's, yeah, D's don't get degrees. Yeah. And, um, uh, they also but don't they do get, get commercial properties. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But, but, what you're tied to um, now is also your the bank's des- yeah. desire mm. to fund, mm. and so they won't typically fund on an earthquake building with a rating less than sixty seven percent. Yeah. So yeah. so so that's when you're actually because you know realistically you most people are borrowing for this mm. uh, for this investment, and so you you know you are needing to talk to the bank, and banks are risk averse in particular. Uh, yeah. the, the last. 18 months uh and so they set they set the requirement to strengthen typically yeah and so yeah, yeah just be mindful it might not be the tenant uh, and it might be that you you think the building is structurally sound but if the bank won't fund it then you know, maybe, maybe moving on yeah so we've talked a bit about um what people should think about a little bit about the information asymmetry of going into commercial property yeah. and making sure you seek the right advice on it what are some of the drivers for people to go into commercial property over yeah. um, over residential? Like, what are, what are the pros of commercial property? Yeah, that's a really good question. And you know, from my my perspective, there's there's, there's a number of pros. Yeah. Where you do know, I start? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where do I start? Cons. Well, pull no. out my yeah, exactly. <laughs> what cons? Um, we're we're real estate agents. We're optimistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the cons actually a pro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so. First and foremost, I mean, you actually get better return yeah. typically. The yield, is the yield yeah. is better. You know, um, from a long-standing average perspective, you're two or three percent above residential mm. returns. Good yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> so you know that's that's an obvious one. 
And then your potential for capital gain is the other one. Now, we all know that residential uh, capital gain can be significant. However, you know, the, the, the capital gain that you can achieve with a commercial property by adding your own value, mm. be that by putting in a new tenant or tenanting a vacant tenanting a vacant building or doing some works on it or you know increasing your rent through um, rental renewals and and uh, uh, rent reviews can be really really yeah. good yeah and and so you know without without a lot of a lot of work mm. um, how sorry to interrupt but how did the capital gains stack up with resi I, I mean i guess it's probably all over the shop uh, it's such a way yeah and, and i mean the reality is that it's asset specific yeah. too you know um it's not the rising tide nah. like, uh, house the house. absolutely yeah, yeah that's it like you said you've got to look at the lease um how long is the lease who is the tenant the type of property is it commercial warehousing is it something that's in demand? retail shop what's yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know industrials being the darling of the yeah. commercial property uh, market recently and you know probably one that hasn't performed as well or two that haven't performed as well recently you know strip retail mm. and, and you know, city fringe office mm. yeah both of which are in my area of extra <laughs> so that's great but, but you know there's the opportunity right no, but, I, think, yeah. I think that's a really key point is when people look at it and you go oh, okay like this hasn't performed very well over uh the recent years because of covid or this or yeah. this i'm like markets bounce back oh yeah things just go in cycles and it'll come back eventually and whether or not you can plug the gap until that market Definitely. comes back is up to the investor yeah um but yeah i don't think that just because it hasn't been performing is a reason to write it off altogether well you've got a you've got a natural discount yeah too it's still it's still a commercial property asset mm. but you're picking it up for maybe you know 20 30 percent cheap you're getting a two three percent better yield mm, yeah. on this and if you can reposition it for your long-term um you know, benefit then yeah look it is it is actually uh, an opportunity yeah um and I, I would also say that 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 tenant piece is another you know really interesting and, and um point with regards to commercial property and with residential investment you're you're held to very high standards mm. around the residential tenancies act uh, we don't have a corresponding you know act as far yeah. as you know what you're what you're held to but equally doesn't need uh, to be a heat pump in every room no it doesn't no there doesn't <laughs> don't don't let your tenant tell you that yeah. it's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's needed um all of the all of the costs that um that are born out of uh, your investment can be passed on to the tenants yeah. so operating expenditure is something that you know you don't have to you don't have to pay mm -hmm. uh, typically these these leases are you've got your you've got your your net lease plus your opex yeah uh and so that's that's a really attractive thing compared to residential you're not getting called at 10 o'clock saying hey my smoke alarm is is on the blink or um you know please replace the light bulb and you have to shoot down the countdown and and pick them up out of your own wallet you know mm. that's all that's all uh cost covered typically by you know your power your water all those all those things as well so yeah um that that's i think a, a big one 100 yeah, um, yeah i guess the other thing to tie in with that is your um you know the opex is covered and, and that's all in the contract and they're they are paying for it so yeah. not having the um you know the restriction on raising rents as yeah. well which quite often uh residential landlords yeah. will undercharge because they just can't raise the rents fast enough mm. um, whereas you know most uh commercial agreements will have that ratchet clause built in yeah yeah you've got yeah, you've got two ways of of increasing well i guess three ways of increasing your rent so uh, the last five or six 
seven years the the real go-to rental increase was a fixed increase and that yep. was anywhere between one and three percent mm. per annum mm. uh, the other the other way was you you were tied to a CPI yeah. increase now you know yeah the that's duty, the moment, yeah. duty <laughs> word possibly yeah. uh, well you know pre pre these OCR increases mm. This a CPI increase wasn't considered very good in your lease. Mm. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a weakness in your in your um, rent review. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, mechanisms. However, it's actually created some real uplift. Yeah, mm. and if you're getting seven percent uh, annual increases, yep. so yeah. obviously it's it's striking that balance. Mm. You want to look after your tenants. Oh, yeah. You yeah. want to ensure that they're still able to pay because mm. uh, a lot of the time, you know, an increase of seven percent is is quite significant. Um, but that's uh, that's a real, that's a real um, benefit. And then the third uh, way of re- increasing your your rental return, typically on renewals of your lease, is through a, a market rent review. Yeah. Mm. Now again, if you're if you entice a tenant in to uh, on day one with a shorter term, but mm. you've got a, a renewal and a market review on renewal in three years time, and you go to your your valuer, it can it can cause some quite significant uplift. Yeah. And, and as you say, Mike, there aren't any restrictions on that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that and and then there's the there is the obvious financial um, uh, benefits from a tax perspective. Now it's certainly not my area. Expertise. I'll divert to the experts here. Um, yeah, so none of us. Are uh, <laughs> we shoot from the head yeah, with yeah. The tax advice. I don't, so. even, I don't even pay it. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He says postures. He doesn't have to postures. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, the interest deductibility. Interest yeah. deductibility. Yeah. yeah. So you could appreciate. Um, so improvements. So on on the con side, I know you said there are no cons. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can think of a couple. Uh, what what have we got? I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> well. You know, you, the flip side of you being, uh, you're having a, a good tenant, so you've got a good investment. You are fundamentally tied to the yeah. quality of your tenant. I've um, heard the statement before: um, the value of the property of a commercial property is tied to the the value of the the tenant. How how much? Say, if you um, a tenant, uh, kind of, and I'm pro- I know it depends, uh, probably. Uh, asset type by asset type, mm. but a tenant moving away from a property or the lease coming up in no certainty, how much of an impact does it have on the value of the asset? Um, look, it it can be an opportunity to hey, create value. No, but so so going back to the pros, just very quickly because I, you <laughs> know, as I say, I'm optimistic. But no, but the, the pro of of um, of a commercial property is that you can have split risk yeah. right so you can have multi-tenancies and therefore you lose a tenant and you're not losing all your of your income yeah so you know um you've got a a local automotive service center and you've got five or six tenants you lose one um it's not it's not critical or fundamental to your commercial uh, yeah. investment the flip side and the con is if you've got a single tenant uh in a in a property and in, in a large and Typically, a large format um, building, or you know, if it's retail, and they go belly up, or they yeah. decide to leave, then you are sometimes left with a big old box, or a you know that is hard. That's hard uh, to fill sometimes, depending on the location yeah. you're in. And then, you know, on top of that, you're often in for you know, works to to fit out, fit to out. En- en- encourage yeah. a new tenant, then there's leasing costs on top of mm. that. Um, sorry, and they're all things that you don't 
typically think about when you're starting out yeah. mm. uh, because you are, you know, you are looking at the tenant uh, and saying, hey, this is great. They're locked in. They're locked yeah. in. Good. But you yeah. never know what's around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, James, you're dead right. It, yeah. is, it is something that uh, is, is worth consideration. And also you're tied to a valuation a lot mm. of the time. Yeah. You know, if you're wanting to to use the value you're creating in your, in your property uh, to get equity to go again, yeah. well, if, if, if you if you hit uncertain economic times and values yeah. go down, then you actually start to lose equity in your business and your building, and mm. you know, that, uh, so you know that's a that's a con. Yeah, um, and you know we've touched on it as well. Sometimes you you unearth things that you just don't didn't know were there if you don't do your due diligence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes your due diligence can only raise so many concerns or issues through a typically a four week campaign mm. or in a due diligence period. So you know. You, you could be writing out pretty chunky checks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm conscious you're a busy guy, David. Yeah. Um, we're definitely going to have to do a part two because yeah. we haven't <laughs> spoken about the lending side yet. We haven't spoken about the war stories. Yeah. So let us know in a part two of Commercial Property what you would like us to tackle in the future. If you are keen to get going on your uh, commercial property journey, hit yeah. up David. Collier's yep. Instagram. I hear you're big on the. Oh gram. yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got three or four followers <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the yeah. gram. So you know, please, yeah, um, reach out. I can't promise any good content. I can't <laughs> promise any content yeah. to be quite yeah. frank. Maybe a picture. Uh, maybe a picture of a building. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. I'll put a nice filter on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. And uh, while you're looking around, why not jump and subscribe or give us a review? And we will catch you next time. Cheers. Thanks, guys.